Gosh, this is so awesome, man. I never in a million years thought something like this would happen. Out of turn number four come the most powerful weight models on the planet, the world of outlaws. I call Scott my dad, and uh, <laughs> nothing like the best in the business, breathing down your throat your first outlaw in. Uh, yes, welcome everybody to Stick Signals. You're listening to the official podcast of the World of Outlaws, Morton Building's Late Model Series and Dirt Car Racing. Happy Race Week, everybody. The words everybody has been waiting to hear uh, for, what, four weeks now? It is absolutely great uh, to be back. Hi, everyone. My name's Ruben Morales, your host for Stick Signals. Uh, back with my uh, partners in crime this week. Mick, I know you've been super busy, uh, but how are you, my friend? I- I'm doing I'm doing fine. I'm doing well, actually. I'm excited. These are like, this sort of is my favorite time of year. I love World Finals. And even though I've only been to one, I really dig the the whole Super Dirt Week thing. So uh, excited. Yeah. And like, it just, I, I know this sounds weird, but for the fans that are listening to this, you're probably saying, how do you know what he's wearing? Like we do this uh, through a video uh, thing. Because <laughs> Ruben texts me every morning, what are you wearing? <laughs> no, it just makes me happy. Like I see what you're wearing. You're wearing like this little, uh, not jacket, but jacket, I guess it's, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a big guy who is from a dry climate, I don't get to wear anything other than a T-shirt most of the year without sweating my ass off. Uh, so, yeah, the, the the temperature has turned a little bit. I'm able to wear a better selection yeah. of clothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. I love fall. Love fall yeah, in North my, Carolina. It's one of the best seasons. Yeah, it's beautiful, and especially in the part of the country you guys are in. Like a year ago, we're in Pennsylvania. I got to see the, the leaves change. Anyway, my point is there's a scent of fall in the air. We're ready to kick off the month of October with the most powerful late models on the planet. World Finals is upon us. Like, it's a great time to be a race fan. You know what I mean? Other than that, Mike Warren, how are you, my friend? It's also good to see you. I know you. It's it's been it's been a rough one for you the past couple of days, but how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Just uh, just got back from Albany, uh, doing a little moonlighting on the Super Dirt Car Series Saturday night. And what was, if you haven't seen it, I know late, but we, we talked about this. You, you're going to want to go and check out the highlights. Of this yeah, one. that was, was a that, unbelievable race. Yep. Which was a lot of fun out there. Get back to my home track for a weekend. It was pretty cool. But hey, now we're full bore. Cherokee and Sonoya this week. It's going to be great to go back to the Southeast. And, you know, Ruben, unlike the Philadelphia Eagles, we're going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, I were not there. Yeah, Monday night was a little rough one. But hey, we have 17 weeks. Everybody, R E L A X. Just relax. We'll be okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I spelled that right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know, before we publish this, and I sound like a, you know, anyway, no. <laughs> We're having fun this week, race fans. Like, it is race week. Last week, I broke down a bunch of news and stuff uh, going into this weekend. Now we could uh, just elaborate on it uh, with Mike and Mick. Um yeah, guys, it's race week. How you said, Mick, uh, Mike, we're back. Cherokee. It just feels like we were just at Cherokee, which we were. Um, yeah, but we're back. Can anybody stop the Southern guys going into Cherokee? Well, you know, it, it's our third appearance there in the 2021 season. Now, just keep in mind, we weren't originally supposed to be there three weeks ago. Yep. It, it just happened to fall that way with the makeup from March. But, you know, it, it's it, you're right. The Southern guys are going to be tough once again. But um, uh, due to scheduling with other series and stuff like that, we're not going to see some of the top guns we expected to see. I, I'm yep. pretty sure Davenport's going to be in Pittsburgh Yeah, for this one this weekend, up, in the, up that way. But... You look at this, you you got a lot of tough guys, but again, it falls right into the hands of Chris Madden, who desperately needs a victory on the tour. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, and you look at, like, Cherokee in October, you had guys uh, like Ross Bales. And I'm not, you know, I'm not 
throwing anything against Ross Bills, but like you, you look at Maine and guys like Shane Clinton, Mike Marler, Overton uh, have won this event early in the spring when we have a bigger uh, attendance, I guess I should say. In, in the fall, I feel like it's more like a underdog kind of feel. You know what I mean? Anyone can win this weekend. Like Trent Ivy has been absolutely strong. Like we could see possibly a Trent Ivy win this weekend. Mick, you were just there. Like you saw a couple guys. Like I feel like this could be an underdog weekend at Cherokee. That'd be cool. I, I think Ivy definitely has a chance. Well, and I think there's, you know, you talk about Ivy who has not finished out of the top five in a feature with the World of Outlaws this year. I know the first one in March was a split feature, and then you mm-hmm. have the Rock Hall Memorial also. But another guy I don't I don't want to count out who was running really well who surprisingly has still not gotten a World of Outlaws victory or a national touring victory at Cherokee, Chris Ferguson. Yeah. I mean, he look, he's been running really well lately, and I I don't want to count him out under any stretch. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And you talk about Ferguson, and it's always one of my pit reporting notes when I go to Cherokee. Uh, the, past, the past year and a half I've gone to Cherokee, that's always been one of the notes. I always talk to Fergie, and he says it just bothers him. He's never won at his home track with a national touring series. And another guy, that has never won at Cherokee and lives 15 minutes from there, which I have my eyes on because he took this past weekend off. He didn't race anywhere after that. A big wreck at Texas. Uh, he regrouped, reorganized, lives 12 minutes from the track. Chris Madden, he has never won with the Outlaws at Cherokee. That's going to be uh, you know, another thing that, ha- that has my eyes this weekend. That's probably one of the most remarkable stats that he doesn't have an, a series win here. Like yeah. You would think with all the years he didn't even run as a full-time guy, you think he would have snuck one somewhere. Yeah, yeah because Madden's huh. just always good. He knows his way around that track. Like, and, and the thing about Cherokee, qualifying sets your tone for the rest of the night. And he's always been fast there, but um, obviously he's coming off a second uh, from the last time that we were there with Overton. Um, yeah, how you said, maybe Overton's not there. And, and I, we, we don't know that for sure. We haven't talked to him or reached out to him, but maybe this is a Madden type of weekend or it's an upset kind of weekend. It could be a Madden Fergie or Trent Ivy or some other guy that can win it here this weekend. For God's sakes, last time we raced, uh, Ben Watkins won. Let's not forget that. Uh, well, the, the second to last night we raced, like that was pretty cool to see an underdog yeah, win. It was, and you know, it would be a redemption, another redemption run for him because he didn't qualify for the Rock Hall Memorial on Thursday yeah. night at Cherokee. There, there's a lot of guys in the field. I mean, let's be honest. You know, Cherokee, you know, it's one of those places. We talk about how it is with the, your Illinois bad boys up there, but you know, you come to the South, it's really anybody's game and qualifying is huge. But, you know, we talk about a lot of guys that have starting to, you know, work better over the last, I don't know, that made no sense, work better. But hey, we'll get we'll get moving with it. You know, to quote Ashton Winger, Tyler Bruning's been on a heater lately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and we talked about it uh, the last weekend we talked uh, was Tyler Bruning and Marshall Green. For those of you that don't know who Marshall Green is, he's with Capital Race Cars. Him and Shane Clanton have figured something out, which, by the way, last time we were at Cherokee, Shane Clanton was there. Now, some of you are saying, Ruben, you're crazy. I, I know. He wasn't racing, but he was there helping Bruning, and uh, he did well. And then the next night, almost won um, at um, Livonia. Like, he two top fives for Bruning. Right. He's on a rail right now. And, and, like, yes, he raced this these past couple weekends. Like, the, the thing about that now you may not you may say okay well he didn't win or he did nothing they don't have the stress of points when they come with us they have to run good because they have to get points you don't know if they've been testing different things these past couple weekends mm-hmm. you know what i mean they've made some big shows these past couple weekends there's no doubt about that but it's going to be very interesting what bruning can do he's a rookie yes but he still needs to get that first win, him yeah. and Gustin, and, and they've really turned it up these past couple weekends. It's it's really true what you say about running for points. Like running for points is a completely different mentality to, hey, we're just going to go win a race. 
right? Like you have to mitigate mistakes. You have to mitigate um, technical failures. So you can't really try something that's out of the ballpark. So that's what those, the off weekends are all about in, in testing is, you know, then you go hit on something somewhere on an off weekend and come back and win, win your first outlaw race. Well, not only that, you look where Tyler Bruning is right now. And look, we have four races left in the season. I, I, I'm going to sit here and start at this point, you know, Bruning's pretty much barring some crazy things, which anything kind of will happen. He's got third, third locked up. Granted, anything can happen. So he can kind of relax a little bit more and just go for wins at this point. Yeah, I mean, when you have the the rookie of the year wrapped up, that's always uh, something you can uh, sit back and relax on. But obviously that team uh, still has a chip on their shoulder. They still want to win. And they're, they're, they're a team that's on my radar for sure because uh, Bruning's a wheel man. We know that. And um, another guy that's really on my radar, guys, he just got a new crew guy. They've been regrouping, reorganized. Uh, he just got a podium finish at Knoxville two weeks ago is Ricky Weiss. Ricky has really turned it around in his dry Dean number seven machine. Uh, you know, um, the past, the, you know, the previous two years, he was. Mr. Consistency. He was always the guy we talked about. He was the highest rookie to ever finish in national points and win the rookie of the year. Uh, he was always doing good. He got those wins. He really got the ball turning. And then all of a sudden, 2021, it's like, where's Ricky Weiss? Like, obviously, you know, he did a sniper deal, but I'm telling you, this team has been drinking through a fire yeah. hose all season long. And, and they finally got their shop together. They're regrouped, reorganized with a new crew guy. I think Ricky could really come out and do some damage here these final Do you think, nights. I mean, Ricky, you know, he's based in the South. Do you do you consider, even though he's Canadian, would you say Weiss is is a Southern guy? He like in his off weekends, it seems like he runs Southern, at least Tennessee tracks, more than he runs a lot of other places. It's interesting that you say that. I, I wouldn't consider him South, but I would give him an advantage in the South, just because, for example, mm -hmm. the last race we were at Volunteer, I stressed how. A lot of people forget. Remember, he said set up shop at Volunteer Speedway. Like that was his quote unquote right. home track. So I could see why you say that. Um, I just won't call him a Southern guy because you know he, he's our he's our good Canadian friend. You know what I mean? Like he's from Canada. Well, yeah, he's got a totally different accent. For yeah, one thing. you know. But uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. I was just saying, like the surface. You know, like you said, he set up shop at Volunteer. So you know, well, he's R and D that stuff. He's testing on that that surface, which Volunteer is very different. For a few reasons, one being the banking, but um, I don't know, just the, something I thought of. You know, but it's but I mean, uh, like for example, who would would I put? You know, Boom Briggs or Ricky Weiss? Consider them an, an advantage of the South. I'd definitely give it to Ricky Weiss. You know what I mean? Gustin or, yeah. or Weiss? I'd give it to Weiss just because he set up shop there. He really uh, has has done his homework in that red dirt, which has been a big curveball for a lot of guys yeah. and uh ryan gustin would be the first one to tell you like you know he, he was excited about volunteer speedway he's like man this place is high back like he was licking his chops and then he goes out there and he realizes he can't run it like a track back home that's high banked with that you know that black dirt mm -hmm. and it's just completely different and uh yeah um I wouldn't consider him a, a southern guy, but definitely has a lot of advantage down in the south. And I'm telling you, he's a guy that really uh, it could turn some heads here the final four nights. You know, you're running fifth in points. And that's another thing, guys, that we really got to touch on is the points. You know, these guys run for a $100,000 championship, and, and there's big money on the line for, for fourth in points. Dennis Herb Jr. and Ricky Weiss are really close, right? I believe it's 16. 16 yeah, 16 points for fourth. Uh, you know, it, Yes, you're, are you, are, you're not going to win the championship. Okay, so what? Regroup, finish strong, going into next season. Build that momentum. I mean, there's a difference in money between the two spots. It's not like there's something to not something to fight for. Yeah, no, there's I mean, big money. Sure. And it, 
And if either of them p- pick up an upset, it's going to be going to be huge. And I say an upset because haven't really run well too too well in the South. Though I think Ricky would have had a top five if not for having a tire go down at Volunteer that night. But you, you look at it, for example, Dennis Herb and Ricky Weiss. Herb's having his best season of his career with the World of Outlaws, three victories. You know, adding the fourth, but definitely go on to him. But Ricky's still looking for that elusive first win of the season which is still hard to believe at this point, and I wouldn't count him out under any circumstance. Yeah, if you would have told me Ricky Weiss didn't have at least two wins um, by by this point of the season, I would have said you're crazy. But let's not forget, you go back to Bristol. He almost won. Let's, I mean, <laughs> Bristol feels like ages ago. You know, the beginning of the year, everyone was talking about Bristol, Bristol, Bristol. Now you yeah. don't even hear the word Bristol. You know what I mean? <laughs> the name Bristol. Um, let's not forget, he almost won that race. He almost won at Bristol. That that would have been a big one for him. Uh, if if he didn't get too low and and uh, you know get the handle and go away the car, but Ricky Weiss almost won Bristol. So you know he's had a good season. Like when he's been there, he's been there. He's made it. He's made his presence felt. Um, but then there's nights where it's like, oh man, where, where's Ricky? And hey, you know, just don't count him out. Um, these next four nights with the Outlaws, I, I feel like he can do some damage, and he's going to be good for next year. Well, after Cherokee on Friday night, we go back to a track we have not been to since 2018, Sonoya Raceway, and I am excited for this one, mainly because after that I get to go racing after sitting in a car with for four hours with Ruben after Cherokee. But it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, you know, a three eighths banked gumbo oval as it's described on our website. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and you know. Winger told me some really good things about this place where it's going to be racy. You're going to have to use every line with the way this track is. And it really is anybody's ball game. And he'll, and Winger was also the first one to tell you, Chris Madden's going to be the guy to watch. Yeah. I, you know, I read the story you did on him and uh, he talked about every time he's there, he's always battling with Madden and uh, you know, Winger with the three wins at Sonoya. Uh, they, they talk about, you know, how slick it is. Like it's, it's a fun racy joint. I'm, I'm just happy. We're going back to the peach state. I remember saying at Livonia, our one and only stop, with the series in Georgia, guess what? We're back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting to go back to uh, Sonoya, another chance where Madden could win or Shepard could get that one step closer because they've both won there before. No, there's a lot of guys that can win here. And, and you know, like Winger said, it's a very technical racetrack. And, it, you know, that's that's what's going to make things interesting. And this is a race where I think Ryan Gustin, you could see him come out because if he gets that top side working, he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. And, and, and see, I, I love Ryan to death. I really do. But I don't see Gustin. I don't see this as a Gustin kind of track, unless there's a cushion. Like we said, it. This is a technical racetrack. You look at the two previous winners, Madden and Shepard, and these two are two technical drivers. Like Madden, it can win anywhere around the country. Shepard has proven the same. Like these two are national drivers, and I'm not saying Ryan isn't a national driver because he is. I was gonna say he's on the World of Outlaws. He better no, be. <laughs> no, he is. It's just he doesn't have enough experience yet at these tracks. I mean, but then again, you can make the same argument for me with, with Bruning never being to Livonia and he did so well, but Gustin could win, but I just feel like this track is, is a little too technical and it's going to be one of the veterans. Like I'm going to be honest, a Dennis Herb Jr. sticks out to my mind. He's been very good this year. He's been technical. Like Ooh. I think Herb could pull one out of the bag here at Sonoya. If I'm being honest, like it's going to be a technical track. I do too. I mean, and like we said, I wouldn't count out winger. I, I have heard rumblings of winger telling me somebody coming out of retirement to run this race. Ooh. That's what he said to me on the phone. Mm. He didn't say who, but it could be, it could be interesting. And you know, these Georgia drivers, all of them don't count them out. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, who has the track record at this place? It's going to shock. No one This is going to shock. Nobody. Brandon Shepard. Brand- no, you had the first name. Right? Yeah. The first name. Right? Overton. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, at least I guessed Ruben. Shit. <laughs> but, I mean, you took but, a, you took an educated guess though. I mean, that, that's I put my money on that too. But this is a place. And oh, by the way, Tyler Bruning, I would absolutely think is going to be a factor in that race because you know who doesn't live too far from Sonoya. Yeah, good point. Shane, Shane Clanton. So you know he, the, the, and, the notes are going to be there. Yeah, and obviously this is Winger's home track, and you know he's very close with Shane. He's got two wins there this year. Right? Yeah, yeah. How many of our active guys have wins there in the past? Mick, we'd have to go back to the history books and look with every series that has uh, gone through. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure Madden. Obviously, Madden's one with us. There, uh, a bunch of those other Southern guys. So, um, I don't know. We'd have to go back in the history books and and find that stat out. It's interesting either way you look at it, but man, I'm excited for this weekend. It's nice. I would say it's nice. I, I haven't actually skipped a weekend of racing, but it's nice to have our series running again. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you had a good time up there in the Northeast. Oh, yeah. I had that. I had Bristol. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good time off. And uh, and that's one thing. Um, our, you know, some of our guys race and stuff, but they're refreshed, ready to go. They haven't had points on their mind in the past three weeks. And, um, you know, our guys are are regrouped and refreshed and, and ready to go. It's it's uh, it, how I said, we're ready to kick off the month of October strong. The only weekend of October we race because then it's, it's, uh, Another long break, but then obviously the biggest event on the planet. And and guys, don't forget, I just want to point out our guys have been winning. Yeah, oh too. yeah. The yeah. Shepherds got two victories. Bruning picked up a win. Bruning mm-hmm. picked up a win in Iowa last week too. So these guys yeah. have been have been there. And it's it's yeah. you know, I wouldn't count on anybody at this point, but it's gonna be good. But I think it's time for our favorite time of the show. Picks. Predictions or picks, whichever one you want to go to. Same difference. Nick, we'll start with you. How about that? For Cherokee, I'm gonna yes. steal your thunder and go Tyler Bruning. Well, I think you were gonna you're probably gonna take it for Sonoya, but okay. I, I I think he's on a hot one. I think Winger's absolutely right, and I, th- I think Tyler Bruning's gonna get one. Okay. I will go next. <laughs> the streak is over. I'm taking Smokey. I think oh. this is gonna be Madden's time. See, you didn't pick him, so I could. For, I figured you were just gonna pick Chris Madden. Oh shit, that's a good point. I should have. Anyway, Ruben. Well, I mean, I hope he shows up this weekend, and I hope Friday, I should say. And if he does, I think it's his time. He's really strong. It's Fergie time, Friday night at Cherokee. It'd be good. Everyone would love to see Fergie win there. I think that would be a very yeah. crowd-pleasing win. Yeah. I think, and I think a lot of people would like that. Now let's move on to Sonoya. Mick, you go first. I Man, I'm not going to take your Dennis Herb, I, but I think that's a brilliant point. I think that he that's kind of track that he might pop up and surprise us. But I think Brandon Shepard's going to get one more before the World Finals. Well, I'm going to pick a guy that, quote, can fold Shane Clanton up like a tent. <laughs> that he said that, not me. I'm taking Ashton Winger. I just got a feeling. And, you know, I, I think, too, with Winger, he's not going to come out and say it, but I think there's a little more pressure on him this weekend because he wants a victory that's not at Cedar Lake. Yeah, and that's fair. Well, on the last episode, I said Southern drivers will clean sweep the weekend. And, and as much as I want to pick, you know, like Den- like I'm just saying, De- I use Dennis as an example because he's a good technical driver at Madden and Shepard. But, I mean, Dennis could win, but I'm not going to pick Dennis as my win. Um, you guys didn't pick him? I'll pick him. Chris Madden. I'm Chris Madden will win at um, Sonoya. He- he's coming off a fresh off weekend at home regrouped, reorganized, has had one of the best teams all season. That's with, true. Uh, Ricky and Steven. I think Madden pulls it out. Like I said it last week, Madden has to get a win before the season ends. And if there's a weekend to do it, it's this weekend because World Finals is up in the air for anybody. That's true. Now no, I wish I had picked her. I, I really, I think, I'm, I'm not changing my prediction, but our, our mascot pick will be Herb. I like that idea. We have a mascot? I like that. Yeah, I it's like the that. Yoda that's hanging out on the uh, monitor that nobody can see on the radio. Or a podcast, whatever this is. 
mascot pick you must make. <laughs> That'll be the last time I do that. Well, those are our picks for the weekend. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Again, watch it all on Dirt Vision. We'll go over the schedule. But real quick, before we go into our other stuff, we uh, obviously our hearts uh, are with Dale McDowell. Thoughts and prayers going to him. Uh, we all read the news on social media on the statement they released. So our prayers for the Mac Daddy, Dale McDowell, uh, 17M strong for sure. So. Prayers for Mac Daddy. Nonetheless, got to thank our good friends at Manscaped. Once again, autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming, if you know what I'm saying. Make sure you keep things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand-new fourth-generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cutting season like no other. Ready to take a leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code sticksignals21. And as I mentioned, autumn's in the air, falls here. It's getting cooler. It's that time of the year to get the hot chocolate and the hoodie weather. Yeah, store.worldaboutlaws.com has you covered with all the merch you can uh, imagine. Hoodies and jackets uh, go out there, stay warm. And also on Dirt Vision this weekend, you're probably saying, yes, finally, we're back. Yes, we're back. Cherokee Friday night for the Mike Duvall Memorial, uh, a special, special event. I mean, the Rock Gold is special. Gets the house that Rock built. But Mike Duvall as I mentioned in last week's episode, he won the World 100. He's the one that really, you know, brought the boom to the South with the Southern drivers. Like, bam, like, it's awesome. It's the Mike Duvall Memorial. It's a dream for Southern guys to win that Friday, October 1st. And then Williams Grove Speedway as well on Dirt Vision with the World of Outlaws, NOS, Energy Drink, Sprint Cars. And let's not forget, Fall Nationals kicks off as well at Lincoln Speedway in Lincoln, Illinois. Obviously, we were there with the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Lincoln Speedway, uh, definitely a fun place to watch some racing. Saturday night, October 2nd, Williams Grove Speedway with the World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, night two and final of the Fall Nationals at Lincoln Speedway. And obviously, we are at Sonoya Raceway. Start time, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on Dirt Vision, presented by Dryden for Sonoya. Then Tuesday, Millbridge Speedway. And let's not forget, uh, we talked about it last week on the uh, podcast Super Dirt Week is finally here. Tuesday, October 5th, uh, Brewerton Speedway, Oswego Wednesday, and it goes on and on throughout the week. You watch every lap live from Super Dirt Week on Dirt Vision, presented by Dryden, your online destination to watch every lap live. And again, we thank you all so much for joining us here on this week's episode of Stick Signals. It's been a pleasure to bring you episode 32. And as for that, we hope you all have a great week. Stay safe out there, have fun, and be ready to kick off the month of October as we get ready to go loud and fast with the most powerful late models on the planet at Cherokee and Sonoya. Have a great week, everyone. I wonder if anybody, I mean, we all talked about it after the last Cherokee race. It was a tire game. I wonder if anybody got, got Overton's notebook. <laughs> well, here's the other thing, though. All those tire problems happened after lap 40. Yeah. This time, it's only 40 laps. Oh, good point. Good point. Didn't think about that. Only kind of point I make, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was good. That was good. I don't know what's funnier, Manscaped or that. I think that takes the cake. All right. <laughs> okay um here we go <laughs> yeah that, that's a great point and, and 
you talk about Ferguson and it's all